Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films Theater with your hosts, Matthew Alu and Ethan R. Hill. How's that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. What's going on, my fellow movie fans? Welcome to episode 34, part one of A Feast of Films. I'm your host, Matt Alu, and I am completely here by myself today. There's definitely nobody here, just me, just us talking about movies. Matt. What? Matt. What, what the hell? What? I'm stuck in your head, Matt. What? Stuck in my head. Ethan, is that it's you? It's so empty in here, man. <laughs> it's so empty. It's so hollow and dark, and I can't see anything. Turn Where on the lights, man. Go to the light. Go towards the light, Ethan. Is it a clapper? What it kind is a... of light is it? <laughs> it's voice command. Oh, it's, it's, still really, it's still really empty in here, but I can see now. Well, is there at least a couple movies in there that we could talk about? No, nothing. <laughs> Just nothing. Uh, of course, I'm not completely alone. I have the voice in my head, as always, if Ethan R. Hill. Your, if I'm the voice in your head, you you need to go and get help because that's just—I don't think that's healthy for anybody. I mean, like, why why wouldn't it be my voice? I don't know, but you're the Look, voice was, my head has chosen. <laughs> I was alarmed when it was my voice in my head, so like, I like. I feel like you should be alarmed hearing my voice in your head. You should get a lobotomy, man. <laughs> I mean, like, I prefer not. I do like my brain. I just don't like uh, like the sound of my voice. Uh, yeah, we can, I think we can all agree with that. I think when it comes to the human race... We all don't uh, like It doesn't matter who voice, you are. Yes. Yeah, you're just like, what? My voice sounds like that? Like, isn't that weird that we hear our voice differently than it actually comes out? We're just like... God, no wonder people tell me to shut up all the time. Like it's just that's, so freaking annoying. That's all thanks to the science of reverberation. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's so. It's crazy. That's what happens when you have those empty heads with not much floating around. I got a rock. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about films as usual, films and TV. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about TV, though. We're going to dig into some of the Disney Marvel series. And now that we're almost done Loki, there's one episode left, but let's be honest, whether that next episode is really great or really bad, it's not really going to change our overall thoughts of the series. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And maybe the couple, the two before that maybe uh, that we never got a chance really to too much dig into and uh, just get our thoughts and stuff on that so it's marvel tv today that's what we're talking about and then next week if you jump on by for part two we're going to be talking about physical versus digital media which one's better which one do you prefer the benefits the the drawbacks and where the future is going to go so make sure you come by next week here as well but uh yeah yeah um ethan one thing I kind of thought we should, you know, bring into the front of the episode here is just where can people find you there? Where can they find me? Yeah, yeah. Other than inside I'm in my your head. head, Matt. <laughs> where Get can they find me? Out of here! <laughs> it's really lonely. I just bashed my knee on a desk. Did you? No, not that was feel me. That, that, that was oh, me that trying was to you. get your attention. <laughs> you just grabbed your brainstem and just yanked. That actually tracks. That sounds that sounds like it tracks. Uh, people can find me though at uh, Instagram at Ethan R Hill, 
Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at Ethan R. Hill, and you can find uh, mine and Prosser's feature film, Damned Rights, at realhouse.org. Search up Damned Rights, uh, give it a rent, give it a give it a buy, all that kind of stuff. Uh, links are down below. And where can they find you, Matt? Cool, you can find me at GK Radio Man on Twitter, and uh, you can find my podcast, uh, Gaming Night radio on any podcast app i gotta say it is kind of weird on apple and then google's been weird lately like google's like it's been like sometimes there's like a date 24 plus hours delay before it shows up it's been driving me nuts because i'm like hey guys it's coming tuesday and then it's like wednesday night and the thing shows up i'm like damn it like you're making a liar out of me google you're making a liar out of me so you just gotta change it to like it's kind of weird sometime this week yeah i guess so because everything like on the other ones it works fine it's just like Google and Apple's kind of weird too. But anyway, you can find me in it. You can find that podcast on any podcast app. But let's get into this podcast right now. Let's get into these shows. Um, where do you want to start, Ethan? Should we start at the ones that have already gone before? Or do you want to talk about Loki, where we're at today? Because I don't think we really talked too much about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like just our overall thoughts about it. I can't quite remember. My largest takeaway from this entire series thing that Disney Plus has done. Okay, this is a good start. Yeah, okay, let's go here. Like, like I understand the reasoning or people justify it. Like, a lot of people have said, oh, well, they had to change their format because the pandemic and all this kind of stuff. I am very much strongly of the opinion that there is no reason any of these Disney Plus series couldn't have just been movies. Like the, you could have, you could have told the exact same story. You could have had the exact same impact with all three, all three series condensed into one movie. Falcon and Winter Soldier, you could have stretched out actually into three movies, and you could have had a whole trilogy about them trying to figure out who's going to be the next Captain America and landing with Sam. Like, like they could have been movies. They they could have been movies. They didn't need to be. Now, when you say and, movies, do you think are you saying like cinematic theatrical movies or like for Disney Plus, but movies instead well, I mean, of series? But that's the thing is like that's what movies for Disney Plus is right now. We've gotten how many Disney releases in both theaters and in Disney Plus releases like yeah with just, the with the pandemic and stuff yeah it, exactly the fact of the matter is they had to change regardless they had to make those adjustments either way so like why couldn't they have just been movies i think that would have been perfectly acceptable i think that would have worked just as well storytelling wise they could have released them on disney plus and in tandem with uh going to theaters very well, easily and like like okay. to me storytelling wise and it's really apparent with loki there is nothing saying that the stories they told were dependent on them being tv shows even even wandavision's format of being based around tv i guess that kind of could work but by the time we get to the end of the finale and overall the giant arc of the story afterwards, it was inconsequential. It being a TV show was inconsequential to the story at the core. Hmm. And it's, the, it's again, it's the same thing with uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier because they were 
it felt like they were trying to add more to stretch out the runtime to make it fit into six episodes. Fair enough. No, yeah, okay, yeah. Because it was one it was one long story, whereas, like, imagine if we had just two hours dedicated to them fighting the Flag Smashers. Then we have two hours dedicated to them fighting Baron Zemo. Then we have two hours dedicated to them figuring out who the power broker is and fighting them. Like, yeah, see, I don't think you could, I, I don't think it needs to be a trilogy. I, I agree with your original assessment that definitely could have been in one film. I think a trilogy would have spread that out too well, far. You, you <laughs> like, would have explored a trilogy of movies. I'm like, I feel like that would have spread it out too far. That's the thing is like, you would have explored different elements and would have had to like, have actually added more to it. Because, like, to me, the first the first movie, if it wasn't going to be a trilogy, the first movie would be about John Walker and how he fails his cap. Second movie would be how Bucky tries and fails his cap. And the third movie would be Sam yeah. finally coming to terms yeah. with it. And yeah. I don't know. If if the path is getting to Sam being Captain America, I would rather that be one film. I don't think it needs to be a whole other trilogy of films. But that's just specifically... I just want to touch upon, though, kind of what you said just overall, that the fact that... Um, you don't understand, like, you can't see why there's no good reason why they should, shouldn't be movies themselves. And then we can, you know, talk a little bit about later about how many films each series should be, because that seems like, you know, semantics well, think, or like the And I think details. that comes, yeah, that comes down to like just subjective. Yeah, like uh, opinion, opinion on how, right? how you can, how you view it and how you're picturing because, like, it. I think but whether I, you stretched it into three or cut it into one, it would still have been better than just a six hour series. And this is what I want to touch on here really quick, because I think um, I honestly like now that we've been through almost three of these series, like I have a hard time because I think you brought it up something like this before. And I was like, ah, no, I don't think so. I think it works. And that was only when WandaVision was out. Um, but now that we've been through, you know, almost fully two other series, it's like uh, even when I was watching Loki, you know, this last week, I was like, oh, I'm feeling like Ethan has a point here. And. I can't really even say you're wrong that they should like they would work better as films. Um but I think like just I think they would have to be just specifically for Disney Plus just because the theatrical lineup is already so full of Marvel movies like there's so many movies you can put in theaters, right? Like there's only so many Marvel movies you can put out because you got to remember with comic books it's like you got DC, you got everyone and their dog throwing out different superhero comic book movies all over. Like you don't want it to be too oversaturated, right? Like they have a very obviously like theatrical planned out kind of schedule with these series in between. Um, have, so and again, let me let me finish let me finish my yeah. thought here. Let me finish my thought because I, I I agree with you though. But I, and I do like this series the fact that you get to dig deeper into the characters. But uh, I just think yeah how they how they structured them, um, just like because they're structuring them really as one big long film, right? And then putting in like filler and stuff to expand into those the that 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 six episode kind of quota. Instead of actually developing, it seems like to work around the six episodes and to work within the six episodes, they're just like, here's our story. Now let's stretch it to actually make it work within six episodes. And that's really, really apparent with Loki. Um, now, another thing you had brought up earlier in our podcast days, I don't remember which episode, but uh, you also said, I think it would work better if they had almost like even if they're stretched even longer, but you kind of had that villain of the week, like something new coming in. You had a beginning, yeah. middle, and end to that individual episode, right? With that overarching story still going on. 
And I think that would also be a great way to take it. Like, um, I think, and I think that's why WandaVision worked best because even though it's like, could you cram that into one film? I would probably honestly disagree with that one because I think that was the only one that's come out that really justified and made use of the episodic nature of the series. Um, they really worked point, with though. it. Well, I wouldn't even say to a point, man. Like I just, I think they really did the best out of the three out of the three series. They really the did three, the best. Yeah, they I really think. did the best at capturing and working with that episodic um, structure that they had. Like each one was a different uh, decade of television. It was kind of a it was kind of an honoring of television before, and I really liked that, and it worked really well within the structure. Um, and you still had that overlying story going through the episodes, and each episode itself was really honestly. A lot of the times contained within that episode. It was an individual story, individual uh, sequence, individual narrative that was happening specifically within that episode. Um, that the effects carried over, but not always necessarily that story, right? Like it was yeah. actually very episodic. So I think they did a really good job at one division, and I wouldn't change it. But when you get to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah, there was a couple episodes that kind of felt like things were just dragging along. And I think, again, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I agree with you there. Uh, either do the episodic, really focus on those episodes and those structures and have your beginning, middle, and end, you know, even if it's not always connected to the overall, like, plot. Like, let's just see Sam and Bucky going on missions together, <laughs> dealing with various villains and obstacles, but still working on that overall narrative that's kind of going on. Um, you know, that's something I'd like to see. Or, like you said... Throw it into a two-hour film, man. Like, two-hour film, two two and a bit. And put it all in there. But trim it up. Clean it up, right? Because that's that's all that series needed. It could fit in one film. It just needs to be cleaned up. Like, you just need to, like, cut out the, <laughs> cut out the rubbish of the story. But instead, they kind of came up their story, and you could tell some things were stretched out to fit into that six, six episodes. But yeah. now Loki... Loki is, like, the biggest... Um, culprit of this of everything you're talking about and actually how how to improve these series and what would be better and that is like your evidence to your own argument like this is evidence a circled like four times you know like you're looking at this series it's like okay it's clear they only developed a limited amount of ideas or this this limited story but now they had to fit it into six episodes and it's like, this thing, like, there's a lot of potential that can go to a lot of directions, but the story they created does not have six episodes of length in it. Like, yeah. they really could have, like, honestly, guy, episode three, get rid of it completely. And, well, like, like, there'll be, sorry, there, guys, like, there's gonna be, like, minor spoilers here, but we're not gonna dig into Loki too much, because not everyone's seen it, but... Like episode three, there was one piece of information that came close to the tail end and it was kind of just like breezed over very, very quickly. But that was the only piece of beneficial information that whole damn episode. That was the only thing that actually mattered that like, if you haven't seen Loki, I could tell you that piece of information and you could completely skip episode three and not miss a beat. Not miss a damn thing. Like, and that's the problem. And that's very similar with five. 
five was done a little bit better. There's a ton of Easter eggs and it was pretty cool. But at the end of the day, you're looking you're like, uh, this was not really designed as like growing characters and there wasn't character development and there wasn't story momentum. It was just this episode again that was meant to stretch out the series just a little bit further. And for Loki, 100%, man, like it would have made a nice tight, you know, hour and a half, hour 45 movie. Like, keep it tight, man. Uh, but uh, no, like just overall and going with the structure and what you're saying, like I don't disagree with you fully. I also don't agree with you fully, like depending, you know, we could get into like the details and specifics of it. But I just think, again, going into these series, um, there there's just so much potential there. And I think just the way they're doing it with like trying to make it an elongated movie and then filling it out a bit more isn't really working for me. Like Mandalorian worked. Like that was a very episodic series and it did have tie-in and did have things moving to the one episode to the next. But it felt like it, it felt like those old Western serials, right? Like, and that's what they yeah. were trying to do and trying to achieve. And that's what Marvel needs to start looking at and building their series around episodes. Not necessarily just like expand making a film and expanding it but really taking full advantage of the 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 advantages that come with actually focusing on episodes because even look at loki man this is a time traveling journey could you imagine it would be like um legends of tomorrow kind of like wacky stuff you could do on there right no, like exactly. each like episode could be like a, a different example. time period and and different like you could throw loki into these different situations all across time and like let loki be loki and that would be freaking amazing but they yeah. don't do that like i feel like the concept itself is underutilized because of the structure that they chose to go with um it's just, yeah, man, I, I, I agree with you on the fact that like just how they feel, it's like, it's, it's not the best, you know, um, the structure they've chosen to go with is not the best. And I think we could argue and debate whether it should be a film or it should be more focused on episodics, but I think either way would have been a better option than what they ultimately decide to do. Except for WandaVision. I still like WandaVision. I'm still good with WandaVision. I'm happy with that one. Sorry, go ahead. I had to get that well, rant like, out. I was like, man, I have so many thoughts on this. You're saying good things. And I'm just like, man, I gotta I'm get this here out. for a conversation, Matt. Apparently, you're here to hear yourself talk. Good <laughs> no, because I'm not actually listening. <laughs> I'm just yeah, here exactly. To, I'm here to proclaim the good message. <laughs> no, I see. see what Marvel I have, could do I have good. I have good points to bring up and actually discuss with you if you, if you want to actually listen to the voice inside your head. No, nah, not really. <laughs> I mean, not really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. But to, but, to, but to be fair, I do give you your time to talk to and stuff and listen. And that was just kind of my... And so so rebuttal me, man. What do you got? Well, I have, I have a couple questions. Because first, like, there's a couple points that I have. And a couple thoughts that I have is number one is like, what about these characters that they have chosen to give these series to? what about them makes them not worthy of having a movie? And that's been a question I've been asking. Like, I'm not saying that you're saying that they aren't worthy, yeah. but it feels like Marvel's saying that. And it's bugged me. Ever since WandaVision came out and ever since uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and ever since even Loki, like all three of these characters, like, cause I'll say like Bucky's a side character in Falcon Winter Soldier. Just, he is a side character, especially the way they ended his arc 
He was oh, inconsequential. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that, that he was just there to support. He was really there to support Sam. Support Sam. Yeah. But like, but that why is Sam's Wanda? Story. Why is Wanda, Sam, and Loki all deemed as like, okay, you guys can't have your own film? Because they 100 percent are deserving of it. They're all great actors. They're all great performers. Great characters. Mm-hmm. They should have had films. Straight up. And like I think this idea of like oh well it's you know it's a lesser known thing it's it's whatever they, there's already so many movies it's like yeah there's already so many movies Marvel just commit and release two or three movies a year just do it just friggin do it I don't care people are gonna go see them anyway plus you then avoid my second point that I think is what's also going on and why we're feeling so meh about it I think remember how like before the pandemic hit and we didn't get Marvel for like a year and a half yeah. How everyone was kind of talking about like, yeah, we're getting Marvel fatigue. If there's so much Marvel going out, mm-hmm. well, now they've taken that and they've cranked it to eleven because we've been getting a new Marvel, a new piece of Marvel content for the last twelve. No, be eight. Close. Plus six there's plus there's six. a slight break between Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki, but yeah, like one week or saying, one or two weeks, right? So it's like, but it's think of it like this: it's eight. I'm trying to think how many it's like 20 it's literally been 20 weeks of non-stop marvel for like the last like again for the last 20 weeks of just constant new marvel for at least a half hour to an hour and i think what's happened is marvel fatigue is happening for people again they're getting like oh, okay well now we've gone a year and a half without this but they've given us so much stuff in so little time that now we're like we're not getting a chance to breathe even if the series were like okay we get wandavision and then there's a three-month gap. And then we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then there's a three-month gap. And then we get Loki. I feel like that would have been better paced out and give us a chance to actually catch our breath in between these shows. That said, I think the other frustrating thing, too, is that they keep backpedaling on whether or not these shows are actually going to directly impact the movies or not. Because one minute they're like, yes, these will affect the movies. And the next minute they're like, no, they won't. This will I've never, tie into- I, I've never heard them say no, they won't. Like Fal- Falcon is like Captain America. Sam Wilson is getting oh yeah, like Captain America film. Like so, these yes. clearly do go into the film. But like and they have said with Wandavision, it directly leads into to Doctor Strange, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange kind of thing. So, and then they've said the same thing with Loki. But then there are other times where they're like, well, we don't want people to feel like they have to watch these shows in order to see the movies as well. And it's like, well, I mean, but the way that you're setting it up, you have to. Like, you still have to, and that's where I'm just, I'm very confused as to what they're doing. I think they, I think they have a plan, but I think they're in so much untested waters right now that they don't actually know what they're doing. And if they just make one misstep, and so far they haven't made a misstep, they're stumbling a little bit, especially in in the last, in, in Loki, they're stumbling a little bit. But they haven't made a misstep yet. I agree. Like, there's probably some growing pains going from film to television and trying to capture that Marvel format, right? And again, I think that's part of the problem. It's like, you're just trying to take your Marvel movies kind of format and trying to stretch it into TV. And like, you got got to give the medium its due, right? Like, we've talked about this when it comes to bringing comic books or video games into film. You have to change it for its medium. And TV is its own medium, to film right they are different things and they work different ways uh so you got to respect that medium too so i think again you're right i think they are stumbling a little bit there um 
And that's and we again yeah. we can see that because again episode three was a hundred percent filler. I oh, haven't it, seen dude, I haven't we, seen past episode four, but like there was dude, nothing, dude. Yeah, three. There was nothing that you couldn't have thrown into a scene in one of the other episodes and gotten the same information. There's Actually, there is nothing you could have done. I, in episode, like episode no, three, you, know you could have literally thing? done that episode in ten minutes, and it <laughs> like it wouldn't have like you could have gone through that whole episode as a sequence in an episode. You know, Matt, like, that's I have what a, killed me. I have a question for you because this is, bugs me to to this day. So like in episode three, mild spoilers, but in episode three, they're running through the city. It's all falling down around them. Yeah. And Loki stops a building. building. <laughs> I know. But then he proceeds to fight hand to hand combat with everyone who's attacking him. Why couldn't he just, I don't know, throw them around with this apparent magical telekinesis he's been holding on to for his entire he, freaking he, life? He's also he also got thrown out of the train by like two random dudes. Yeah, <laughs> like was... where was this magical building power stopping Dude. power? Like what was up with that? Yes, that it was a cool whole... scene. But like, there's no, it didn't make any sense. And that's where I'm just, there's a lot of, a lot of questions. Also, dude, the fight choreography in this has just not been great. There's been some really cool no. stuff, but then it's just been a lot of really clunky, slow moving. Oh, dude. Like yeah. a friend of mine who doesn't even pay attention to this stuff. She told, she pointed that out. She, she's like, yeah, I was like watching this and I'm like, wow, these fights are bad. <laughs> and if i'm saying that then these fights must be really bad and yeah like, yeah she's like wow i noticed that this must be yeah. terrible i know like dude i agree with you that whole episode three is totally throwing like that whole episode not only was it complete absolute filler and the fact that you have filler in a six episode series is ridiculous absolutely but, like the fact that it's all filler it also like throws so many loot like just kinks into like how strong is loki because well, you gotta it's... remember too this is a cat who went head to head with thor in the first avengers film on the tower right like he did yeah. win the fight he had to stab thor and clearly he's not as powerful as thor but he's not getting like thor didn't just immediately wreck him either this is also a Loki who went, you know, who who had to go up against the Hulk, got smashed on the floor three times and was just like, ow, like that hurt a hell of a lot, but it didn't kill him. So it's like, but yet now these two regular dudes can just throw him out of a train and then later he can catch a falling building and put it back. It's like, this makes no sense to, well, to, I think to any sort of consistency of how strong Loki is. And also in this episode, they make they wrote the characters as so stupid. This should have been, like to me, like you're getting these two, uh, again, slight spoiler, these two Lokis together. And, you know, like but they're so that should have been like different. That, that they're they're different, but it still should have been a battle of wits so and of mind and trying to different, outwit each other, you know? But it still should have been a it should have it reminded me. It's like this should have been like Pirates of the Caribbean, like the first three, right? Where you never know who to trust and everyone's always got like three other plans going on at the same time and they're backstabbing each other and you you never know who's going to come out on top, right? That's yeah. what I was expecting from this episode. and But instead, the characters were incredibly stupid and both got blasted away by that old lady. Whoops. I was like, how? Like, how dumb are you? This is like Sylvie's also a Loki who 
like avoided the time variance apparently since she was a kid who set up all those bombs and like did the big old thing that happened but then got blasted out of the door because she kicked it open by an old lady like like that's what i'm saying it's like the the characters written in this episode are also so inconsistent to their power level and intelligence like it's just who wrote this who wrote this episode like it just blows my mind well, and it's, oh, I think one, I of the extra <laughs> one of the frustrating things with it, too, though, is like they, they spent a lot of time almost promoting the show to be like Marvel's answer to Doctor Who. Right. Like it's going to be like it's going to be a weird time travel science adventure. Sure, and sure, like, sure. Yeah. And it has been nothing like that. So it's also just been kind of like because, again, we thought it would be more of that episodic like, yeah, Loki going on adventures through time in order to like make up for the past sins he's done great and instead it's just like you have to chase yourself and it's like okay and then that hasn't gone anywhere like exactly yeah and Dude, then the, the yeah the, the low-key being in love with himself is also weird yeah i know dude it, 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 it and they i'll tell you in episode five they don't drop that like it's still a thing that keeps going you're like, I understand it, it could be What's funny as a narcissist on, it could be funny it's a funny joke as a narcissist but when you try to make it like a legitimate relationship that's where it just gets weird and uncomfortable i understand you should love yourself <laughs> but there's like a, a boundary loki asks the ultimate question if you were a girl would you bang yourself like were if you were of the opposite opposite sex would you bang yourself like that ult loki's answering the most important question in the marvel universe let's be honest here guys way more important than the themes of wanda and falcon and the winter soldier loki is hidden on some serious serious subject matter guys yes damn you don't want to like, miss it but no like it's and that's the thing is at the end of the day it just it it just it, it's frustrating how much direction this series doesn't have and that's and i think that's the overarching problem i have with these tv series is that it doesn't feel like it has as much direction as the movies did and there are points where i feel the movies had too much direction like every when every movie for a while there started feeling like it was just the same, it was the same color palette. It was the same action sequences. It was just the same types of stories. There was too much oversight. And now it just doesn't feel like there's any, and that's a problem too. Like there's just, there needs to be this balance. And maybe that's the thing is maybe they're spreading themselves too thin. Well, Kevin Feige can only oversee so much, right? And that's where it's like, maybe the TV shows are not a good idea. Maybe we don't need all these. I'm fine if Marvel just stuck with movies. I don't need limited series. The reason why The Mandalorian yeah, but Disney worked does. Is... <laughs> well, yeah, Disney but... does. Papa but... Disney needs so the, that, the Mandalorian... that content. <laughs> the Mandalorian worked. But it works beautifully. Other... Are these yeah. other Star Wars shows going to work? Hopefully. Is this what's going to happen to the Book of Bubba Fett? Is it going to not be as good, too? um and i think like Like, and and with those ones you got john favreau behind them too right who's really and gay filoni who are really being the guiding hand behind those ones so you can only do so working well for but if you're spread too thin though the the most no yeah no i agree with you i agree i would yeah i I agree with you on that yeah because i mean like even steven even steven spielberg's movies he's executive producer on how many things he's producing how many things he's directing how many things there are years where he does too much and you can tell he gets stretched too thin because the quality isn't always there or you can tell the ones where he's not as involved, right? Oh, yeah, you can definitely tell the ones where it was like, (laughs) yeah, Steven Spielberg's the producer on this. 
he uh he he, he called the, the guy money, once but... like yeah. yeah he put some money in or called a guy once that was it hey guys how's it going it's going good okay yeah yeah exactly but that's where for me it's like and that's where it just feels like i don't know i i don't think marvel needs to do series but they're going to on a complete actually side note but related to this i had this thought recently about like it's like would walt disney the person pursue chasing like pursue marvel and star wars and all this stuff yeah i don't know i think he would a hundred percent he would because look at what the classic disney movies were they were reimaginings or retellings of old fairy tales now fair enough now take a look at what for our generation what what's the next logical step of a fairy tale it's superhero or it's superhero old comic, comic books. book movies yeah yeah or like or the old, old franchise yeah our franchises from back like 30 to 40 years ago sure that's essentially yeah. that's that's basically our generation's fairy tales 110 percent. he would have jumped on this too and i don't think that's a i think it's a very disney thing to do so I think when people are like, oh, it's there are people who are like very pro Disney who are anti them using Marvel and Star Wars as much as they are. And it's like, no, that's a very pro Disney thing. But then there are people who are very pro Star Wars and Marvel who are anti Disney. And it's like, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for Disney, Marvel and Star Wars would be dead at this point. We wouldn't have anything else. And like, maybe there are some people who think, good, that's great. That's what it needs to be. But there are other, like, I disagree. I think the more stories we can get out, the better. Because there's no... Yeah. Like, well, there there's so much rich storytelling to be told in those universes, right? Like, they're just... It, it's not like those universes are super shallow and there's nothing going on. Like, there is rich stories mm-hmm. to be told in there. That, say, that said, I don't mean we need to have, again, a new Star Wars movie or a new Marvel movie every, like, two weeks. We don't need that. Sure. There's a thing as there's a thing as too much. Too much of a good thing, sure. Yeah. But you can have that paced out. You can have that stretched out really nicely. And I think that's. Yeah. And and like really like to your point, like we are getting we're still getting a heck of a lot of Marvel still this year. Like well, we we're, still have... we're past the halfway point and we still got um, the what if just wait, like even in just this TV series, dude, we still got what if we still got She-Hulk. We still got not She-Hulk. Oh, does She-Hulk show up this year? Um, Miss Marvel. Oh, right, right. I don't know if She-Hulk is this year or next year, but She-Hulk's really close because they just started filming that. And we got Hawkeye. So those are the three for sure I know, I think, that are this year, is What If, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye. But in the films, you also have Black Widow, which comes out literally the next day, day after we film, record this, right? You have Black Widow, you have Shang-Chi, you have Eternals, and was there another one at the end of this year? Spider-Man. There's still four films in the back half of <laughs> like that. Seem, like that like seems like too much. 2021. And you're, and to be fair, a lot your... of things are getting squished together because of the pandemic. But like, I just, it's going to be a lot. It is going to be a lot. And that's where I think, again, I think people are going to start just feeling a burnout because we were before. And that was when we were getting two or three Marvel films in a year. I, I wasn't burnt out. I was good to go. I know um, some I think, people were getting I burnt think, out. I think there's, I think there's something to, to, um, something to it as far as like the narrative momentum of the MCU right now, because going into Endgame, obviously we're at the peak, right? Like we're coming up to the, we're, we're at the final moment, we're at the climax of 
you know, 10 well, years of storytelling, 10 plus years, and then it's over, right? And you got start a new chapter. So the momentum's a little bit slower here because we don't have an overall... Like, we've been so used to, like, we're chasing the Infinity Stones. Where's Thanos? Where's everything going to pop up? Like, there's been this overarching narrative so long, building for so long that we've been used to, that really gave a lot of juice to the MCU. Uh, without having an idea right now of where that overarching story is going and where things are heading, it's kind of it feels like we're in that Phase 1 MCU. No, But even but, the Phase 1 MCU no, had Avengers, right? The first Avengers movie that they were setting up, so... That's the problem, though, man, is, like, I, dis I disagree with that. The problem is everyone thinks they know where they're going, and, like, that's... I think that's actually one of well, the... Well, everyone's problems. trying to guess where they're going, but... Like, Every, on, let's, everyone, be on, let's be honest, we have no clue. We have no Everyone's clue. committed that it's a multiverse, and it's specifically because Doctor Strange's title is Multiverse of Madness, which that's cool, but that could be condensed just to one movie. Exactly. Yeah. But everyone is looking for every little thing. That's why, like, they're super, like, I feel so bad for any actors who are but, in Spider-Man who are just probably getting pelted <laughs> with questions about, like, are you? Are you in this? Are you yeah, in this? Yeah, yeah, no and doubt, like, no doubt. <laughs> and, like, it's, but, why can't, why, like... Why as humans can't we just let things be for a little bit and just but breathe? That, but that, like, but that's not Marvel's it's, fault either. It's like hey, fans I'm, are not, I'm not saying it's Marvel's like, fault. Like, I'm, that's, I'm specifically yes, saying this is a problem humans. with the fans. This is a problem with the fans because guys, we just just chill for well, like the whole, the whole Wandavision thing. The whole Wandavision thing should have been a wake up call, right? Like everyone was so convinced. <laughs> so it's not what and was happening and then when it didn't they were pissed off and it's like well you can't be mad that like no one told you it was gonna be in here you put together different pieces out of thin air and, and that's the like, problem there though, were no little hints at those types of things but like you put them together like the show didn't say Look, this was something that was happening right you can't be disappointed the, at that point at the end of the day, if you look hard enough for meaning in anything, you will eventually you will find, it. find it. Yeah, hundred. And so when people were looking for Mephisto, they were finding him everywhere. Yeah, like it's the same thing with that stupid glitch when they re-edited the end of uh, Wandavision. They did that, like they changed the trees or something like that, and then there was like a glitch that went down the mountain, and it was literally just an editing glitch, and everyone's like, "Is that Doctor Strange? Is that the Vision? Oh my God. Oh, what's this?" And it's like, guys, guys, <laughs> like if Doctor Strange is in a movie, they wouldn't you... hide him in a glitch, like they wouldn't be like, "Yeah, that was Doctor Strange." Who doesn't have? And again, we're coming out of the pandemic now, so I can actually ask this question and not feel bad about it. Who doesn't have that much of a life that they notice the freaking trees change in the freaking... <laughs> who has watched it that many times where they're like, hey, that shrubbery is now a pine tree. What's going on here? <gasps> is that There's not just strange? Like, <laughs> guys, like, no. Like, we don't need oh, to be... Man. Like, this, like, go outside. Go get some... It's summertime. Go, go see some people. We yeah. can do that now. It's, you know, get out of your basements. Please, just... He says, recording this from a basement. But anyway. <laughs> and there's and, and there's nothing wrong with speculating. It's just, you have to leave People those expectations, those speculations at the door when 100%. the show starts. And accept it for what it is and watch it for what it is. Like, you can come up with all the ideas and cool things you want, but you gotta recognize you can't get pissed because someone didn't follow up your made-up scenario of what was gonna happen. Like That's half the reason why Star Wars tanked so bad. People had preconceived notions about what they wanted and they didn't get it. And what they should, what it should be. 
Sure. That's that's honestly again why like most of these franchises are failing now. And the problem is though is the studios are then listening to the fans and are trying to make it the way that they want them to. <clears throat> Rise of Skywalker. <clears throat> but the problem is when they try to, they just get a pale imitation of what it should be or what even the fans are talking about. So the fans aren't even okay with it in the first place. Like, it's- well, yeah, there. Well, there's that old sports saying, right? Like, if you're coach, like if the, if you're a coach who listens to the fan, next year you're gonna be cheering with them. Like, <laughs> like that's the truth. Fans don't know shit. Like. We like to think we do, and but we don't have all the pieces. We don't have all the pictures. We don't know what's going on. Like, I just hate when people think, like, fans create better shit than the actual creators. Because it's like, really? If you did, you would be the one creating these things. Oh, exactly. So clearly, you can. And it's <laughs> like, really Let's not easy. get confused here, guys. It's really easy to come in after the fact and say, well, you guys should have done this and should have done that. 100%, kind of yeah. Yeah, it's it's easy to do that. It's easy to have those criticisms. It's just and I, it's, I think that's also, again, the problem with releasing. So so and there, the criticisms can be valid. Right. And that's where there's a balance of listening to not necessarily fan feedback, but critical reception to reception in general. Right. Like. Like a hundred percent. Like there, there's a difference between, there's a difference between people being like critical about the structure or like which things could have been done better. Like you can take some of that and take it for what it's worth and use what you want, use what you don't want to. But it's different when you have fans telling you like this narrative arc should have gone this way. Like fans do not have a part to play in the creative narrative going forward. Like they just do not. Because they don't know all the pieces, they don't know the future plans, they don't know, like they don't know the characters like the actual creator does. Like there's a there, there's a, just a different level there, and to spawn worlds and universes and characters out of thin air like writers do, like you know movie directors do and 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 performers do. It's like, listen, if you're not willing to get off your butt, write, get off your butt, go and direct, get off your butt, go and act. Well then, like. What, what, what do you have to say for the creative process? You have nothing to add. Like, so so it's easy to say, well, they should have done this and that and this and that. Um, but, yeah, like, fans don't know best. And when, and again, after the fact, even you and me coming in here, talking about, like, you know, the different structures and what they could have done, what they can't done. Like, we're not saying they're complete failures because they didn't do what we said. But, like, even if it, we were going into that, beforehand like you just have no no idea how things are going to ultimately play out until they do mm-hmm. right like you just make the best thing you possibly can with what you got right like it, it, i don't know my opinion in this year is this it, it's, it's super hard to make a good movie it's super hard to make a good tv show the fact we get them at all is a miracle in itself like so like these, these little nitpicks are honestly nitpicks when it comes to the actual creative process of making something because it's hard as hell. It is hard as hell. I just think, again, I think, and that's why I think though it's easier to it is easier to nitpick though when you get so much content all at once. And that's where like my biggest nit my biggest nitpick for this is just the release schedule. It's too much at once. And, like, I'm all for it. I love new content. I love getting spoiled with stuff. I can't wait for when the next of my favorite thing comes out. Music, movie-wise, anything like that. I love that. 
but the wait is always so much more worth it in the end. Sure. Yeah. Like, and I think that I think on the flip side of that, there's sometimes where like the wait is too long. Like there have been fans of stuff who've like waited 10 years for like a new album to drop or a new movie to drop. And then it does. And you're like, Oh, and it's disappointing. I you're didn't like, want this at all. That was not worth the wait. But there, there's a good <laughs> yeah, balancing. Sure. There's a good balancing. And honestly, that's where like, I, I stand by with the star Wars trilogy. Um, the original trilogy and even the prequel trilogy had it right with a three year gap. I loved that three-year gap because it was just enough time for you to process and kind of like burn yourself out of that one film and then you're ready for the next adventure. And get excited for the next one, sure. Whereas like doing even every two years was still too close together. It was still like, and and then again, we had the spinoffs in between. So it's like, it didn't even feel like there was a gap for Star Wars. And you need that cool down time. You need that time to appreciate the piece of art that you just took in. And with WandaVision and falcon and the winter soldier and um loki there hasn't been that cool down period i think where we, we can I actually think... reflect go back and re-watch and like for sure yeah like i haven't re- got a chance right? to go back and i haven't got a chance to rewatch any of them you know what well, i mean with mandalorian like, honestly, we did just like yeah even mandalorian i'm just going back and rewatching. you know what i mean <laughs> like the first season for sure because there was a whole year before anything else came out yeah um Whereas like, yeah, this, even the second season, it's a little tighter because WandaVision came out so shortly, really that's, after that, right? Like, it wasn't super long. Well, and that's um, the dangerous thing, too, is like, again, if if Disney was handling, if Disney Plus was handling themselves more like a cable network and releasing these series all at once, like, this is, hey, this is our season block and you can watch this show and look at how networks handle it, where it's like you get four shows you want to watch and they're usually one hour after another right so that's your block of time or they're periodically throughout the week that works but again people pick and choose they don't want people to pick and choose what shows to watch they want to watch them all at once so that's why they're releasing it okay this block of time this block of time this block of time and that works but again it doesn't give you any time to go back and revisit other things it doesn't give you any other time if you have one night a week to watch tv and you have to watch an hour-long TV show every week, you're going to get tired of it. You're going to be like, okay, well, let's watch something that isn't Disney, right? Let's watch something that is different. Like, I, I think it's, I think if they keep up at the pace that they are, which I think there's a bit of a break coming, which is I'm okay with. If they continued at this pace, I think they would definitely burn out a lot of people. Mm, I, I don't 100% know about that. Um... Let, let's just address like their pacing right now because i think it will get better um like let's remember falcon and the winter soldier was supposed to come out last year like and it was supposed to come out before wandavision so like obviously the pandemic has pushed things closer together right yeah and maybe they initially wanted to put them um so i mean like i think next year we'll see things spread out a little bit better uh and paced a little bit better as things kind of start going back to normal so i'm willing to wait before being too critical on their pacing of when things coming out. Uh, also, I, I I don't know, man. Like sometimes, sometimes, uh, like I, I get what you're saying, and there are moments that I like. Yes, I agree with what you're saying. Then other times I think about like, damn though, man. Like sometimes we all just binge watch stuff. Like we will watch the same show for like 
hours on end for like you know what i mean like as humans as consumers sometimes we get into a binge mood and you're watching four hours of one show and then you'll watch like some people like blow through seasons in days like multiple seasons in days so we are capable in this new age of streaming and constant access to constant content of lots of the same thing so i don't know Maybe it's just a case with Marvel and Star Wars that we've been used to the gap in time. So, like, getting a lot of it is just a little jarring right now. But I don't think as consumers, people are, like, anti lots of the same stuff all at once. I I think think people can handle it now. I think when it comes to binging, though, it depends on the TV show. Because, like, there are shows that are are mentioned as... There are shows that are labeled as bingeable tv and there are other shows where like like x files i cannot binge that show that is like yeah but someone or, else possibly two, could anyone i've talked to who's watched it they're like no it's a slow burn you watch one or two episodes maybe maybe yes, you watch an episode but, a night but that. and i and i will i will counter this fact the the thing is like the people you talk to is not everybody represents the global population of the world right there may be some people who indeed will watch, like, will binge X-Files. Like, I'm binging Supernatural right now, pretty much. Like, not not quite binging, but, like, every night I probably watch two or three episodes mm-hmm. but that's just to take it easy, right? Supernatural but like, is but one there's of those some... ones that's labeled as bingeable. Yes, but lot, whether like... you're labeling something or not, labels are, like, it, it's all personal preference. Like, my wife could only watch one episode of that show. You know what I mean? But she could binge watch Ru- uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I definitely could not. Like, I can only handle so much of the shows she likes to watch, whether it's Below Deck, whether it's... uh, She likes a lot of those reality TV shows that are, like, not great. You know what I mean? So it it always comes down to personal preference. So I will challenge you on that aspect. Like, shows can be as bingeable as anyone wants them to be. Like, there's no... Just because something's labeled bingeable or not, like, it really comes down to personal preference. At the end of the day, for people, um, but I think you. But yeah, I think but, but, but my it. other my other point to that though was like you're right. Like it also comes down to the quality of the show, right? Depending how much you're gonna watch it, and I think again where we touched on we're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Whether we're talking about Loki, there were just episodes that just weren't up to par. It felt really like dragged out, and it's like this could have moved forward a little quicker that really slowed down things um winter falcon of the winter soldier not as much i think it definitely need different focusing points um you know and maybe to cut out an element or two honestly um but uh for loki for sure like it's just like there's just again complete episodes where it's like nothing even happened like nothing of consequence happened that couldn't happened in a 10 to 20 minute just segment of the episode in a scene like literally dude literally literally so like when it comes down to also bingeable and what people are willing to watch lots of it also comes down to quality because if you have really great quality people don't have a problem watching if your quality is hit or miss well now people are gonna be like well okay i'm kind of getting tired of this show or getting slowed out so i don't know if it's 100 percent about quantity i think there's a lot of different elements coming into play here um but 
like overall though for me like the series itself i'm just feeling like i'm not feeling it as much i like tom hiddleston and i really like owen wilson i really like owen wilson in this he's he's pretty great uh and and the and the relationship those two have with each other Mm -hmm. but like other than that dude it's like dude again there's a reason i like the first two episodes but three killed it and then after three i just it's been hard to get back on board there's a reason why like i haven't been watching it by the nightly Mm -hmm. like because normally like the other shows it's like nope that night i gotta watch it whereas this time i haven't been in a rush there hasn't been like a desire to watch it aside to maybe avoid spoilers and even then it's like okay but there honestly dude there hasn't even been that many spoilers like just not much has happened in this series and it would have been again like you said like this is definitely one of those that could have been made into like a disney plus exclusive film easy easy um or again really lean into that episodic nature of what you're creating right the medium that you're creating it for like that that would be my biggest things it's honestly like again i think if you're putting out really 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 great content spacing and burnout i don't even know if that would apply if the content's really solid i think people would come back um but if it's hit or miss right if they're stumbling a little bit then yeah maybe not no i agree i don't know any other thoughts there no i think i got to say say what i was thinking about it yeah i mean i mean i again i like wanted vision I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki I'm not really so hot on. And it feels almost like it has gone kind of like, <laughs> like, I really liked WandaVision. It was so, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was, there was I think, one episode there that was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And that's and then, uh, and then Loki has just been like, well, this one's a little bit rougher around the edges and that's on where this I, one. And that's where I stand by. I wonder if it would be different if they were even spaced like a month or two apart from each other. Because we wouldn't have, I don't think we'd have them so close in our memory of how much the feeling of watching WandaVision. And it's like, well, why don't I feel the same way watching this show? Yeah, right? I, like, I know. Like, I, see, yeah, again, I don't know. I'm just, talking psychological stuff. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. And I'm also talking psychological because if it's really good and it's really get like hyping you up and you're loving what you're watching, you don't give a shit how far apart it is. You don't care. It doesn't matter. But when, like, here's the, another sports term. Winning cures everything. When a team's winning, no one gives a crap about the political drama and the and the bullshit that goes behind, on behind the scenes. Because you're winning. As soon as your team's losing, everyone's looking for a reason why. And they're going to rip you apart and try and find just something to blame. Winning cures everything. And with Loki, I think if they were winning... If we didn't have ep- episodes that were literally the worst episodes across the Marvel TV series so far, like then it would be a different story. Then it would be a different story. Yeah. But because I was excited for Loki going in, I really liked episode one and two. And then three was just like, what am I watching here? This is just, t- it felt so different. Um, and not just like in tone and stuff, but just the writing, like the quality was like, what what's going on here? Because it started been, really, really strong. I've been lukewarm on it pretty much from the beginning. Like I, I liked, I like Tom Hiddleston. I like Owen Wilson. I like the cast. I was just very lukewarm going in. 
I had criticisms of it. I don't like how they handled the whole, well, like, the Avengers can time travel because they were always meant to. Or they can mess with time because they were meant to. I think that's lazy. I think that doesn't address a lot of a lot of problems that they introduce and they're just, like, brushing it under the rug, being like, no, if the TVA didn't have to get involved, then clearly it wasn't a big problem. And the it was multi- meant to happen, yeah. Yeah, and the multiverse, again, they haven't done a good job of explaining that, but we'll still wait. I don't like that they took the pa- power out of the Infinity Stones. It's like, oh, man, remember that whole last ten years of Marvel? <laughs> yeah, that like power they're... doesn't even matter. <laughs> they're paperweights well, now. Well, well like, the, and that, that, that's, like, the funny thing, too, when it comes to video games or movies, right? There's always power scaling. Or, like, the best example is, like, Dragon Ball Z, right? Like, every villain is just so considerably stronger. And they're like, wow, I finally reached my full potential. The next villain comes along. They're like, shit, they're way stronger than me. I got to get to the next level. Like, here's the thing, it's Dragon just Ball that power Z, scaling thing, right? But they handled, so it, they handled it better than that. Because, again, they make it where it's like, they, they make it so it's, they show the strength of the next villain. Whereas this one, they took the power away. They stripped away the power of the Infinity Stones as opposed to showing this threat being bigger than. Only in they that just, specific region, though, right? Like, they're still just as powerful everywhere else. Like, it was just, it was a weird, change it was a weird did, but... decision. It was a weird choice. Yeah. They're showing the you joke. there's some kind of greater power out there, I guess. But <laughs> And then they're taking, they're, but the, again, they're even taking away, like, I haven't, again, I haven't seen past episode four, so maybe I'm wrong. But, like, they're taking the piss out of that, too, where it's like, ah, these greater powers. Just kidding. Well, clearly, it's like a Wizard of Oz situation going on, right? Like, there is someone behind the curtain, and it's just like, but who is it? That's kind of So, but that's the problem, Matt. If it's a Wizard of Oz situation, the whole point behind the Wizard of Oz is that he wasn't actually all that powerful. Yeah, he that's just, the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, you're, you're right. It is like the Wizard of Oz, but it's not exactly the Wizard of Oz. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it is... Because something had to create the time, the TVA, right? And something has to have that kind of power that moots, makes the stones like a, a mute thing. But is it going to be like uh, just some guy being like, oh, I just stumbled in? Is it going to be Michael Sarah being like, I don't know, I just stumbled Michael into Sarah. this? Dude, I just, you, know, you know what it is. You know what it is. And this is just a speculation. This isn't like, I don't have any, I haven't, you know, this has nothing to do with episode. No, this hasn't even anything to do with episode five, right? Yeah. You're right. It is Mephisto. Good the whole guessing. time. It's been Mephisto the whole, dude, I love throwing that on the internet when people are guessing about things or like when, when that second episode, you know, when that kid's like the devil did it. I was like, it's been Mephisto the whole time. And we made the like same joke too. That shit. Yeah. Um, but dude, I, I'm just pretty sure at this point, it's just, it's gotta be just Loki. Loki's right? already gone in there and taken over the TVA, man. It's another Loki. Like, but again, that's still that, that to me, that's takes, what it is. That to me, at least takes that's my the, guess anyway. That takes the piss out of it. That just takes the whole, like, that just undercuts the whole thing. So like, we'll, we'll see. And like, again, we still got, I still got, I got two episodes, so we still got time. Yeah. They might turn it around for me. I don't know. I don't think so, but they might. We'll see. Well, they won't turn it around for you in episode five, probably. You, you, you'll probably geek out in episode five because you'll probably recognize like tons of the reference references and Easter eggs they put on there. Um, but uh, like again, just it, it, it's it's better than three, but it still doesn't go very far. Like yeah. nothing really, you know, things don't really happen of any consequence too much. Um, kind of until the very end. Yeah, um... Time for question of the day? 
damn man like um yeah probably probably i mean i don't know what else oh oh one of the other thing i wanted to say about this series too and especially specifically since we're crapping on episode three like this is something that i always thought was so weird because and again minor spoilers here people but episode two and three were a couple weeks ago at this point so you know go back and watch them but the end of episode two you know how they're like she like sets off all those bombs and it splits off like the timeline and like all these different mm-hmm. places and creates like mm-hmm. this catastrophe and then episode three they like completely drop it like it just wasn't That's, important anymore and where then, was everyone else in episode three it literally well, where was that, Owen wilson where were any other characters they were all whatever dealing with whatever this thing was i guess like but it seemed then show like, it it then didn't show seem it like, i know but it didn't seem like it was it was even like a, like they made the series the series made it sound like this was like this most like this catastrophic is gonna be the thing, thing that kicks off that's the series. ever happened right and then it's like and then it's dropped and ignored and then i seen people on episode three and be like oh that ending's so tense like how are they ever gonna get off the planet i was like you know why that isn't tense for me because something way more important happened at the end of episode two that went so, nowhere and and then went and then they dropped it so like why would this be who cares if they survive she bombed the multiverse like she she created like tons of timelines and then even once you get to episode four it doesn't matter right like it's no one talked about it like, no one mentioned no one. anything like it just you never saw any resolution to that so yeah that was another thing and that's what i'm saying when it comes to this series specifically i don't even think it's just burnout i just think it's I think episode three honestly dropped that series like like it was going pretty good and then it just like got kicked right in the sack, man. Like episode three was just a straight kick square to the sack because it dropped this whole series for me so hard. Like, And honestly, I could probably make a whole podcast bitching about episode three. But it, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I, th- I just think, I hope the series ends strong. At least I hope our final episode is really strong. We'll just have to wait and see couple days from when this podcast comes out yeah. episode three, episode six right so we'll just have to wait and see but let us know what you guys think of loki what you thought of wandavision what you thought of falcon and the winter soldier do you agree with our opinions they're a little bit different today we're not really seeing well, i think we agree on some of the definitely core aspects we um, agree on the core aspects we disagree i think we disagree on with how, how would... to fix them yes <laughs> how 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 to improve them or specifically maybe what is the problem but uh let us know what you guys think because uh you know that's all part of the show too hearing from you and uh getting to know what's on your mind um yeah question of the day let's move on to that one um ethan do you got a question of the day start us off this week because i'm because i'm salty and i want to you know Give some credit to the Infinity Stones after all oh, we've been through. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, Matt, if you could have an Infinity Infinity Stone, if you could pick one, what would you? Which would you take? Oh, that's a. And good you can one. wield it. There's no. I'm not talking about like oh, there's side effects. Like it's not gonna power. blow me up. Yeah, like it's nothing like okay, that. Cool. You get the power of that one Infinity Stone. But I can't wield them all. I have to just pick one. Yeah, you just you get to pick one. Maybe maybe you get to team up with five of your friends and have like a Power Rangers esque morphing <laughs> thing. But okay, I'll answer this question. Then your question honestly like brought up another point from one of the episodes that honestly just makes me laugh when I think about it because I'm like, you know what, Ethan, you're right on this one. They totally just threw the Infinity Stones under the bus here. Yep. But um, 
Okay, which one would I use? Um, if I could pick one, I would probably go with, ooh, freaking hard, man. Um, okay, not the soul stone, because I don't want to kill something I love. That would be unfortunate. What does the soul stone it. even do? Like, I, what I don't does it do? know. It, like, does soul stuff, I guess. Or is it just the thing that ties together the infinity stones? That seems likely, is right? It, is, it the, is it the heart of Captain Planet? Is that basically, it's the most useless <laughs> thing, but, like, without it, it would it, be terrible? Yeah, like, I think that, that must have to do with something, and, like, that probably is the whole aspect of, like, people being brought back and dying and being destroyed, right? Like, I feel like the Soul Stone plays, like, the huge part in that. Like, you yeah. Know. But what it actually does, I don't know. So it's not the Soul Stone. I definitely wouldn't want that. Um, I don't think it's the Power Stone, because the power, like, the purple one's cool, but I would accidentally blow up the planet, probably. I'd be like, shit, you know? Don't want that. Um, oh, no, you get full control over this. Like, you you can control it. I know, but I would say, like, I would accidentally probably blow up the planet. You just so get just... angry at a game and explode the planet. <sighs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I wish I had a lightsaber, but then I'm like, mm, might accidentally cut off my arm or some shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Same thing. Um, let's see. Uh, mind wouldn't be bad. Control people, have, like, mind control over people. That would be pretty mm -hmm. cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, reality is only so long as you're using it, right? Because things go back to normal from what we've kind of understood. Yeah. From reality. Um, time's just dangerous. But if you had full control over it, you know what? I think I'd probably go with... I think I would probably go with mind. Like, space is cool, too, being able to, like, teleport and shit. That would be dope. Getting around and just, like, show up, like, what's up? You know what I mean? Um, or open portals to God knows where. Uh, time is tempting, but I would just reverse time so much I would never move forward. So that wouldn't be... Just knowing myself, you know, you'd be like, even like in a conversation, like mm, shit, that was I, like, you know, when you have like those conversations and you think of a comeback, like, uh, like a day later, I would reverse time to go back to that conversation just to say it. So like, I would never get anywhere in life. So that's, you know, time's not good for me. I would probably go with mind. I'd probably go with mind. Being able to uh, influence and control people's minds would be a pretty sweet gig. Man, you could get away with literally everything. See, like, you like could have anything you want on the planet. It's pretty cool. See, I don't know. Morally, I think that one's the last one I'd go for. Questionable at best. Yeah. Hey, listen, you don't have to use it to rob a bank, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't know, man. Like, It's hard, because listen, the Infinity Stones are the Infinity Stones, dude. Like... You can either have a really basic one that does nothing, you can teleport, or you can affect the minds of people. Like and like and, and depends how you want to use it. Like the morality lies with you. Exactly. Right? And that's and that's why I think for me it would either be the time stone or the reality stone. Because again, the power stone doesn't I don't really need on a day-to-day -day basis, what do I need the power stone for? Yeah. Um on like the space stone, sure, I could use that to get around quicker. I could sleep longer. I could take more time for things. So there's that. So there's a plus there. But the time stone, I feel, would just be good because I could slow down time. I could freeze time. I could manage. I could time manage better. <laughs> no, you could time control better. It's I feel time like that's different. 
no, it's, it's <laughs> in a whole of... different sense. In a whole different sense. But then, like, like reality bending would be fun in a really innocent way, where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna conjure a unicorn just for the sake of it. You can like, also just blow just be... people up too. See that? Well, like, yeah, but like, it, I'm... It, it all depends morality, on morality lies with me, and I'm not that kind That's of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not the kind of blowy uppy person kind of thing, but I think I think reality would be a lot of fun. I could get my kid to take naps with the Mind Stone, so that would be ideal, and eat his food. <laughs> you would eat, eat your, your kid's food, Mind Stone. <laughs> also, Vision used it to shoot out beams, so that was cool. I could shoot beams at people. That's an interesting power to come from the Mind Stone. I know, right? <laughs> like I could shoot beams from people. Okay. Mind um, power gives you lasers. <laughs> lasers from your mind. Cool powers. Yeah, like, like I think, lasers. I don't know. It's actually a good question. It's actually a really it's an interesting question because there's a lot of nuance to it. Because you have you have to consider yourself too, not just the power of the stone that you're wielding, but you gotta consider yourself and how you would be tempted to use it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, indeed indeed good question let us know you guys also oh i dropped my pen let us know what uh infinity stone you guys would use and you only get to pick one so pick wisely now on to my set last point here um i saw a meme that was like ebony maw giving thanos the 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 which one was it space stone yeah after he like after the whole in the beginning of infinity war and he's like, no being has ever wielded more than one infinity stone or like ha- whatever it was, right? Whatever that line is, has had the power and the grace to wield more than one infinity stone. And then it's like that clerk. He's like, yeah, we just got like a whole bunch of these like sitting in our office. <laughs> like that's the second part of the meme. And I was like, you know what, dude? Like, you're actually totally right. Like yeah, you're actually like that whole that whole scene just was just like, yeah, they're pretty much useless right now. So, and that's and that's not I'm the like, way that you take that's not the way that you make your next threat stronger. You don't just take the power away from the thing before, yet you build up something more because otherwise it's just like oh well I guess I guess the last ten years didn't matter. Well, like it still matters because it all happened. It just means in that space that those stones are pretty much like useless, right? But, but it was done, I, it was done I, I in such a way that there wasn't like a. You know how there's like the oh snap moments, right? When you yeah, see something yeah, like for that, sure, like for oh, sure. and it was just it was, it was just such, like it's they're similar. useless. It's similar. It's like Last Jedi and the lightsaber toss, the comedy beat. It, it's for the sake. The moment of awe is replaced for the sake of a joke. You're and you're like, giving away the respect for the items, and that's and that's exactly that. it. Like I think it's one I of those things of again. You can have moments that say that stuff, but you don't need to... Not everything needs to be a joke. Not everything needs to be a comedy beat. If you're doing a comedy series, then yes, 100% it does. If you're doing a dramatic sci-fi, and there's that's the problem with a lot of modern media. That's why we don't get a lot of just straight-up comedies anymore, is because everything has some comedy in it. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but yeah, it can't overtake the dramatic rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not there's not a dramatic. And like everyone's trying to do the same style of Marvel comedy, right? Like, and it's the the anti joke. Yo, yeah, it's it's the new jokes have become the new the anti joke has become the most popular joke. 
where it's like, I'm going to do this thing. What? My powers aren't working. What? This is funny. (laughs) Or the quips and stuff, right? Like, just, yeah. 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 No, again, yeah, I was like, I thought, when you said that now, like, when I thought about it, I thought that meme, and I was like, you know what, you're probably actually right there on that one. You're probably actually right. It was a funny meme, but I was like, eh, you know what, yeah, that's kind of like, it's an unrighteous way to get rid of something we've been chasing for the last 10 years. Exactly. Or to say in this face of this new power, like, they're, they're, they hold none. So, interesting. Uh, let us know what you guys think of, again, the MCU series, and have you watched them all? What do you think of them? And let us know once you finish watching Loki too, what you think of the overall series and where your mind's at. Uh, and which Infinity Stone would you guys take? Other than that, that's it for this episode. Ethan, where can the good people find you? You're doing this twice now? Oh, yeah. That's right, I did it at the beginning. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, we're doing it twice. Don't question me. Mindstone. This, this is too much. This is too much. You can find me on Instagram at Ethan R. Hill. You can find me on YouTube at Ethan R. Hill. And you can find mine and Prosser's movie, Damned Rights, at realhouse.org. Just search Damned Rights. Give it a rent. Give it a buy. Download. Stream it. Yeah, give us a support. And uh, Matt, where can they find you? You can find me over on Twitter at GK Radio Man. You can also find my new podcast, Gaming Night Radio, on any podcast app. It just might be late getting there if you're on Google. But it's usually Tuesdays, Tuesday nights. Try and have it out by then, so come on by. Amazon usually always has it out. Same with uh, Spotify has been pretty good. Stitcher is pretty good. Um, there's quite a few of them that are pretty like immediate. Just for whatever reason, Google's like doing its own thing. But anyway, you're right. This is a bit much. We'll uh, Next episode, we'll only do this once. But uh, that's it for uh, episode, what is this, 34? 34 part one. I'm Matt Alu, along with the voice in my head, Ethan R. Hill. I really got to get that checked out. Until next time, Save we will see me. y'all later. So long. Have a good week, everybody. Bye-bye. So long. Toodaloo. Peace. <laughs> Bye-bye.